This episode of The Launchpad is brought to you by two of my personal favorite clothing brands, which just so happens to have one common thing, the number seven. 709, wear your expression, apparel and clothing, expressive gear formed through trap terminology. Visit 709.square.site for all of your apparel needs. That's S-E-V-E-N-O-H-N-I-N-E dot square dot site. Dot seven, the clothing brand, because life is an everyday thing. Visit www.its.7.com for all of your apparel needs. That's www.itsdotseven.com. They hook me up and I'm sure they'll do the same for you. Now back to the show. Maybe you should do the intro now. Ladies and gentlemen. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. We are back. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Hey. Hey, we're not even five minutes in and he already cutting up, man. Taking his hand like that print like that prince meme he sent a Cause it wasn't just me this time, Thomas. You didn't just get me. You got the whole house this time. How did I get the whole house? They were swimming with clothes on. Definitely a bathroom. But, uh, uh, let's get into. Oh, hold on, hold on. We're gonna we're gonna get this popping in three, two, one. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening to all the listeners out there. I'm the homie Sin. I'm also here with the homie Zach, and I'm also here with the good old sis Kiesha. And we are the Black Minds. What's going on with you, Zach? How's everything? How's everything going with you, man? Peace, family. I'm doing well. I'm blessed. I'm here, man. I'm living. I can't complain. Shit, I cannot complain either. What's going on with you, Kiesha? How's everything going with you? Hey, y'all. I'm doing great. How are y'all doing? Can't complain. Can't complain. But today, we got a very, very special guest, man. Make some noise for the launch podcast. What's going on with y'all, man? How's everything going with y'all, y'all? Yo, what's up? What's up, everybody? What's happening? What's going on? I think hey, Kevin, Kevin died on us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kevin. Yes, Kevin. Hey, hey, leave, it, leave it to Kevin to make a grand entrance, man. Yeah. <laughs> and guess what? Himself. We're here. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> Kev, this and is you have listened. You cutting up <laughs> to the quiet storm. <laughs> that made my week. That made my week. We are back. <laughs> so what's what's going on? What's going on to to the homie sincere Zach Asia? Like, listen, we're we're very excited to collab with you guys on this episode. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying and. We're gonna have last podcast was awesome. Yeah, yeah, hands (laughs) down, hands down. Yep. Salute, salute to you, kings and queens, man. Like salute to y'all, man. Real for real. I really appreciate that. Means a lot. Thank you. Absolutely. Word up, man. Yo, man. I think yo, correct me if I'm wrong, Zach and Kate. Like this is like our first ever like live collaboration, right? Our first ever live live collab. This this is history in the making right here. Man, that's crazy. Man, that's dog. an honor. That's an honor. <laughs> hey, you gotta start from somewhere, right? 
Y'all awesome. let some old dudes join. That's what's up. <laughs> no, oh, uh, so, no, we ain't we ain't old like we ain't old like y'all. We ain't gonna say how old we are and like that. You know what I mean? But we begin there. You know what I mean? We were still we're still about that. We're about the entire prime. You know what I mean? So without further ado, let's get the show and roll, man. First thing first, like you know, launch pad launch pad podcast. You know what I mean? Tell y'all names, introduce yourselves, the whole nine. All's yours for now. All right, so of course, you know, in the building, we got Tommy Guns. Where you shooting at? Hey, man, I'm shooting. Everybody can get it, man. Everybody can get it. <laughs> <laughs> and we got my guy, DPZ. Where you beezy? What's up, fam? I'm glad to be here. Glad to be yes, here. Indeed. And you got, you know what I'm saying? You got Kevin, also known as K Dot. Better known as Lewis. I know you got two more. Come on, give me two more. I know you got two more nicknames. <laughs> yeah, pull them out. Pull, like them out. pull them out. Pull them out. Better known as K Lou. <laughs> also known as Mr. Heavy Handles. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's how nicknames, man. Yo, I got, a, I got a whole, I got a whole bunch of nicknames, man. It goes back. Nobody it goes back to how. Yes, your resume. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, I'll, yeah, I'll put it on the resume. I'm sorry. <laughs> Continue, everybody. Continue. Y'all crazy. Oh, Y'all is crazy, man. Y'all is crazy. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> so, like, the Launchpad Foggins, yo, that, that name sounds so original, sounds so dope. Like, if any of y'all want to share y'all thoughts on that nickname, like, how did y'all create that nickname and why? Like, why? what made y'all create that nickname? Like, that sounds so dope. Oh, yeah. We created it on the show. We yeah, all, yeah. we 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 all knew each other, and when the George Floyd situation happened, we all had really different opinions. And I don't know if it was Kevin or Thomas. They were like, "Yo, we should we should tape this and put it out and see if people will start to listen. What should we call it?" So we all got our top five names on the first show, and we debated which name we were going to have. And we just picked from there. I think Kevin or Thomas came up with the launch pad. Yeah. Um, and it just kind of stuck and it fit and it just ended up being kind of what we, what we kind of made. I mean, it, it wasn't a, a long thought out process. The whole process is our first show. Yeah. 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 Like, I think the, the biggest thing was like, uh, like when we came up with it, it was like, you know, what the launch pad, it's a, it's a point of uh, of ideas of create creativity and being able to just kind of like form you know formulate you know something um, based off of whatever the topic is and you know being able to tap into something different and just kind of like you know launch something you right know, launch, okay. you know you making a difference you know um, you know you launching I mean because we talk about so much man we talk about you know financial awareness we talk about um you know mental, we had a policeman you know, we had a policeman yeah. on the show that talked about how he felt about the george floyd situation and all the protests right right um yeah. we talked about health care mental health fitness mm-hmm. we talked about hip-hop like in the 90s yeah um yeah. so we've had other people on the show that just joined so sports. you know we try to well yeah we talk about sports a lot too <laughs> but we try to just let things take off. Like we start with some idea of current event and it mm-hmm. launches us into some random conversation and debate. Yeah. Um, we always disagree and agree. 
mm-hmm. and, and we we leave it up to the people to tell us how they feel about it. Mm-hmm. So wait, how, how all three of you guys met? Like, how, how did you guys meet meet each other? Oh, okay. So this is where I come in, right? <laughs> so. <laughs> all right so so boom me and thomas we're we're practically brothers we we grew up together um me me coming from new york moving down to south carolina um mm-hmm. me me and him of course share a mutual person that mutual person is his mom his mom um who was very in- influential in my life um was a first grade teacher. Now I came down the year after. Um, so she never taught me, but, um, you know, it was just something about her that kind of reminded me of like my own mom and and my grandmother. So I kind of like, when I first started school, I kind of just kind of stuck with, with her. And of Mm -hmm. course, Thomas was there. So, um, we've been like, we've been like real good friends, best friends since, since like I was in second grade, he's a year older than me. So he was in third grade at the time. Mm-hmm. And we actually met Dwight um, about what, will it, will it be like five or six years ago? Now? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, we met through, uh, through church. Um, his and Dwight. My cousin is explain. a pastor. Yeah. My cousin's yeah. a pastor. So Nice. I have to be really quiet in church and not talk to people because I don't want them to think I'm crazy. So he must be crazy. So I don't talk to many people at church and these two cats talk to me. And uh, Kevin started coaching my son in basketball and Thomas was just super cool. So we just started hanging out. But I don't I don't talk to people at church. I can't. <laughs> and the whole the whole gist of of us coming together with this podcast was Dwight came up to myself um you know after church and he was like yo I, I need to like I need to talk like something needs to be therapeutic in my life and I was like yeah um do you listen to podcasts and he was like yeah I listen to podcasts I was lying, by the way. I didn't listen to podcasts. Just so oh y'all are He's telling now. He's telling the truth. We, we have guests. We have just guests. So that you're aware. We have guests, Dwight. Now you want to tell the truth. Sorry, man. It's the nearest. It's the nearest. The nearest. <laughs> shout out! Shout out to Uncle Nearest, by the way. Um, but, but what's yeah, funny, um, sincere, is that when the George Floyd situation happened, these two cats were very upset, and uh, I wasn't. And so we started the conversation through that. Like, how are you not pissed off right now? And then the Michael Jordan thing happened. The COVID started happening. And they were like, how do you not like Michael Jordan? We got to get, we got to start a show on this. Yeah. Like, you, your perspective yeah. is so <laughs> weird. Wait, yeah. hold, wait, hold, wait, hold. Who don't like Michael Jordan? I don't. Oh, oh, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, there's a whole story. show. There's a story. Yeah, there's a whole thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, there's a whole, that'll be an hour for us right now. We do oh, that. There's a whole Damn, show. Man, we, I don't want to dig, in, dig into that. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but my perspectives so on tapping, things are different because I'm older. Yeah, I'm yeah. older. Like, I'm I'm probably twice y'all's age. If yeah, not you're more, more, you're more, you're more seasoned than you. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I just, my perspectives are different. Like, that George Floyd stuff's been happening for forever. You know what I mean? Like you're mm-hmm. upset now. Like it's been happening. This is the only you know, difference. The Michael Jordan. Situ- 
Exactly. Thank you. You just summed up. That's the it's whole, just recorded. Yeah. 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 It's more exactly. visualized. We, we see we see it more visually more than ever. Yeah. You can slow it down. You can you can speed it up. You can look at people's faces. You can see it. There's cameras everywhere now. Mm-hmm. But it's yes. been going on. The Michael Jordan situation, I grew up with him. Like I know him. So it's different. I just, you know, I, I got along really great with his father. I did not connect with him. And so it's hard when you don't connect with somebody to like them. Like, it just isn't possible. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's just not possible for me to like him because I, I like his dad so much and he wasn't cool. Hey, to so, be honest, yeah, to be honest, you're like the first person like I ever heard, like, come out of them words, like, saying, like, I do not like Michael Jordan. Like you're literally, oh, like the, yeah. you're literally like the first person. I'm, I was That's so because you're not from North Carolina. Oh, okay. Right. So okay. So yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Like I said, it's a whole backstory to it. Yeah, it's a whole. Me. Like I, I know. I think him, it's. So I it's think different. it's season one. Oh, you know him. Literally, like like season one, episode two. I think. Did you watch that show about him? Uh, what the last dance? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I watched the last dance. That's all. all I'll make episodes. it quick, Kevin. I'll make it quick. And if you want the long version, you can go. So, do you remember in the show where they said his dad was so fantastic he would take kids to the locker room or introduce his kids to Mike? Yeah. So I was the first kid. Uh, so I had season, Yeah. So I had season tickets next to his dad all year because my godbrother played basketball at Carolina at the same time. So I sat next to his dad. His dad would put me on his shoulders, walk me back to the locker room every home game at the Dean Smith Center. And so everybody would sign autographs for me. I knew them. They would come to my house. I'd go to Dean Smith's house. I was like the kid that hung out with them, except for Michael Jordan. He would never sign. He would never hang out. He wouldn't do anything. He didn't see the value in it. So <clears throat> that's how it starts. The story starts there and goes on to. Oh, other- so, so it, it, it was personal. Yeah, yeah, it's I don't personal. Like pers- yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, I understand. Okay, I, I better understand now. I think I have a, a feel as to why. Okay, I get it. Mm-hmm. So I probably I probably feel some type of way too. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Maybe yes. it's a Capricorn in me. I don't know. Yeah, I hold grudges. I'm a Scorpio. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I hold grudges forever. Oh, so tell gosh, us about you guys. Oh, see, I knew if there I forgot you were on the phone for a second. Ladies do not like Scorpios, man. <laughs> I was gonna say I hadn't heard from you all day, and now that I said Scorpio, it's like hey, I hate Scorpios. Uh, he he said something. He said some Scorpios. Uh-huh. I know. I don't know what it is. Hey, you're in a soft spot. Man, I did. <laughs> Scorpios are horrible. So, Kasia, do you have a Scorpio story? Oh gosh, I have too many. <laughs> See, I told my you. sister's a Scorpio, so yeah. tell her I like her. <laughs> <laughs> when you get a second, tell her I said, "Hey." Oh my god, y'all funny, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so take this man's uncle Mary. Please, please, please. It's like that with Scorpios, though, for some reason, everybody has a reaction. Now, I'll tell you this, Keisha, this is what's funny. When I was in college, being a Scorpio was a good thing. Like, girls oh. were like, ooh, you're a Scorpio. Mm. Now, it's not that way. Everybody figured us out. <laughs> it's a different world. <laughs> yeah, they figured us out. 
Okay. Hey. All right. So my next question for y'all, you know, for Kevin, Thomas, and Dwight is like, what occupation do y'all do for a living? So I'll go first. I actually don't talk. I'm in healthcare, but I don't really talk about what I do for a living specifically, usually. But okay, I, I can though. I mean, it's interesting. I I um I own doctors' offices. Oh. Respectfully, shit. Okay. Can you tell? Can you tell us a little bit about that? You know, because we have some people that's trying to, you know, get in positions as as that you're in. So, like, you give like a little bit of advice on, you know, how to do it, or like just just your your personal story on how you got to that part of your life. So, um, what I did was, I was in pharmaceuticals for a while, and then I got into device sales for a while, and. Um, I liked both of the steady incomes, but I didn't, I wasn't challenged uh, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And so I stopped working for two years and I went around and begged doctors to let me do things in their office. You know, can I work on your accounts receivable? Can I shorten your timeline of wait in the, in the doctor's lobby? Like, can I help you um, bring patients back. Can I understand your procedures or your ASC accreditations? Can I help organize whatever, just anything I could do? Can I set up your DME license, which is durable medical equipment? Can I do anything in your office to learn? I'll do it for free. Just let me do it. And so after I did that for two years, I met this guy that said, listen, I'm going to start a doctor's office. If you can help me, uh, I'll give you a percentage, but I can't pay you. And so I, I took it. I did it. And so from there, he and I have expanded uh, into other places. Um, but I would suggest going into consulting or getting a, a master's or an undergraduate degree in healthcare administration <clears throat> and then starting a small clinic with, you know, like an internal medicine urgent care type clinic with a PA partner um, and going in that direction. I kind of did it the hard way. I wouldn't do it the way I did it. I had three kids. And so, you know, doing that for free for two years was, was not fun. Um, but I didn't know any other way to do it because there's not a lot of black people in healthcare administration. <clears throat> so I didn't have any guidance. Nobody told me. Um, so I just had to suck it up for two years and figure it out. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, what about you, Kevin or um, Kevin or Thomas? If any of y'all want to go first. Hey. Go ahead. Oh man. Yeah. So go, go um, ahead, Thomas. Yo, so um I I do uh risk management uh for for a big bank, uh Wells Fargo. Um I'm in my uh well I started originally in like um anti-money laundering, dealing with that stuff, and then I got drawn into like policy. So Risk management is like a, it's a different type of of uh, space. Um, a, a lot of companies are now kind of like in that in that space where you know they want to do everything that they can to avoid lawsuits, um, to avoid um, you know getting in trouble with the feds. You know that type of thing, especially if you're regulated by the feds. Um, everybody's trying to do what they can to still make money, but at the same time make sure they avoid, you know, those regulatory traps and stuff. Um, banking is always constantly changing and stuff. So um, after 9-11, when, you know, Congress completely changed 
you know, how banks, you know, deal with customers and all of that stuff mm-hmm. uh, from a legal side of things. Um, banks started, you know, one of the things that they said was, you know, well, banks should bear more of the responsibility in terms of knowing who they're doing business with. And so that's when banks, you know, started taking more of an initiative, you know, let's, let's kind of implement risk management, you know, tactics and, and not just, you know, the bare minimum that the law requires, but best practices. So we can avoid, you know, a lot of these legal troubles and stuff. So um, that, that's, that's what I do. Um, just, just, you know, kind of like putting it in a short form or whatever, but yeah. A short, sweet way, right? What'd you say? Like in a short, sweet way? Like short and yeah. sweet way? Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. So what about you, Kev? What you do for a living, man? Yeah, so I am um, pretty much in the same space as Thomas. Um, he's in risk management, and he's also, he failed to mention that he's a lawyer. Yeah, so, I was waiting for that too. I was, like, I was waiting for <laughs> Thomas well, I mean, Esquire. I was yeah. waiting for that. Um, that's humble. I mean, that's, that's, that's humble. My, that's my big brother. I, I did if I had gone to law school, I would have it on my T-shirt every day. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, man. Um, I, yes, I also work, son. Yeah, I also work for um, for a big bank, uh, Wells Fargo, and I am a project manager. Uh, within the uh, within the bank's legal department. So w- what I basically do is, um, you know, I manage, you know, a plethora of projects uh, throughout the, uh, the department, um, whether it's uh, technology um, projects or just standard uh, operating procedures and business initiatives um, that helps uh, the legal department uh, run uh, for the for the bank. Um, the biggest challenge um, right now is having to uh, manage these projects with um, different attorneys, um, and it, it's a it's a good and bad challenge because the good thing about it is you get to hear perspectives of of what attorneys think in regards to you know certain um, certain things within the the business of banking, right? But then the challenge is you're talking to attorneys. Um, so, Damn. yeah, yeah, Thomas. No, I'm listening. I'm, I'm listening. I'm listening. For real, this is education um, right here. And, and <laughs> let me just elaborate on on my, uh, my reasoning behind saying you're talking to attorneys. Now, from what I've learned, attorneys tend to have this thing where they think they know everything. Right? Uh-huh. So... As a project manager, you have to help them understand certain logic between certain technologies that that is uh, that is that we have that's capable of doing things, and right. then certain technologies that are incapable of doing things. So back and forth, sometimes I get the whole thing is okay. Well, can we do it? If you say no, they're going to say why. We try to explain why they're going to say that's not good enough. And unfortunately, that's the challenge. So you have to be very creative in your manage, in your project, um, in your project managerial, whatever, to help just help them understand that we have to look at different avenues to try to accomplish, you know, certain projects um, and, and getting things done. But <laughs> it's, uh, it's challenging, but it's fun. Um, but um, I think I'm at a point where 
you know, I am looking for another niche. And that's where the whole content creation comes in. Um, so mm-hmm. I've been, you know, with the help of my, my guys, Dwight and, and Thomas, um, we've, you know, we've started this podcast and it's actually got um, gotten me into kind of like the media space and production. Um, and it's, it's really, it's really been therapeutic for me. So, um, Along with that, I also own a um, skill development company called Heavy Handle Hoops, uh, where I train um, kids from uh, eight years old all the way up to the pros. If I can manage to get a pro, um, I'm okay. not seeking one, but if you Working are on that. looking to train. Yeah, I got one know, in my I'm, house I'm to have. Exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> my nephew, yeah, my nephew. Come pick him Davis, up. Um, we're, we're, we're getting, we're going to get him right for sure. Um, but, you know, not only with that, um, I also help local area high school teams um, scout different uh, scout other teams, you know, in preparation, you know, for games. Um, So in South Carolina, we have uh, we have the playoffs going on right now. So I'm helping a few teams out, um, you know, with their with their scouting reports um, on the other teams. So that's that's me. It's sincere. We've never Uh talked about that on our podcast ever. I don't even know if I knew that about the two of them. We've never well, talked about what we do. For I appreciate Atlanta you guys practice. opening up to us about this. Like this oh, wow. is, I, I'm yeah, loving this. yeah, I'm loving well, definitely, this. man. Shoot. I have a question you know. for uh, K. Dot. He's not a Scorpio. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, so, somebody take this man's Ogunirs, man. Oh, boy. So ahead, my I'm question sorry. for you, Kadat, is um, so basically with like everything you have going on, you know, um, do you ever find it difficult or hard to juggle everything all at once? And like someone like me, who's just like you, who have a, who has like a lot of different projects and things going on, how do you like time manage? You know. Oh wow, that's a, that's a great question. Yeah, um, a question Kate. You know. So, so for me, right, time management is important, um, especially when we have a family. Um, uh, to be honest with you, um, I, I try, I try to juggle a lot of things, but in a in a manner is which in which I can handle it. So, for example, um, a lot of a lot of my projects and everything from a from the production side. So me doing the content creating, I do that late. I do that later at night because I know that my family um, is important. My creative um, mind always, just about all of my social media is always good to have a, um, I have uncle nearest next to me, husband and father first. The, uh, so that's always going to be my shout out to uncle nearest once again, but yeah, that's, (laughs) that's really how I manage my time because to be honest with you, how do you really manage time? You just have to figure it out um, at, at some point. You know, sometimes you're going to have days where your time is impeccable. The other, other days, you know, you're just not going to have enough time in the day. But it's, yeah. at the end of the day, it's all about, you know, you know, figuring the things out for yourself, prioritizing. And, you know, you uh, become successful that way. You know, so don't, um, you know, don't think about it too much. I know some people like to have planners and calendars and all of that good stuff, but you know sometimes um, just just letting it be, letting it flow, um, gives you the best uh, the best option. 
and, and being successful. So that's how I manage my time. Hey, Kiasia, on a second note to that, when you're in college and you're studying, it's harder to judge your time for doing things because you have to study till you learn something and be prepared for a test. When you're at work, after you get through your training and you kind of get your job down, you know how long it's going to take you to do different tasks. So you can say, I'm going to be done at this time and start this next thing at that time. Whereas when you're studying, you're like, man, I need another half an hour for sure. So it's a little bit different. You can put time constraints on yourself. I, I want to ask Kay. Okay, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Go ahead, Zach. Okay. I wanted to ask Kada and, and Dwight and, and Thomas, you guys can answer too. Um, you, you guys are, are fathers, correct? All you all you guys are fathers or have children? No, nah, just me and Kevin. Uh, they, yeah, put, not me. they put hey, they put time, they put time in the daddy mode. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas, Thomas is single and no kids. Uh, all right, ladies, ladies, uh, you got listening go. out there, y'all know. There you go. Brother Thomas is single, brother. <laughs> single, y'all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I want to start with start with K dot like what is what is it like being being a father and then like can you give like any advice out there to the young black fathers out there you just, just guys in, in general like what is the best advice you could give about fatherhood uh fatherhood is the to me is the most beautiful thing in the world you know I have I have two children you know I love my kids to death and you know my my biggest thing is is just patience um that's that's the that's really the best advice that I can give man like you have to be patient um again you know my family comes first and the amount of patience that I have I'm just naturally a patient person so um you know my answer might be different from 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 P's oh, it's the uh, oh it is it is you know, <laughs> I was so, it is different yeah for so sure. You know, for, for me, that answer is that answer is you have you have to learn patience because you know kids are gonna be kids. And when I mean what I mean by that is kids are gonna be kids. So you have to have yeah. patience. But DPZ, give me give me your answer. <laughs> so I get asked this question a lot when we do all of these uh mentoring things. And what I'll tell you is it's like having your heart outside of your body. You know what I mean? Like everything you care about, everything you love, all wrapped up in one person that's not inside, that you can't control that's outside of you. So you worry a lot, you stress a lot, you pray a lot that they're going to be all right. But you can guide them and you can teach them things to prepare them but they're still going to make mistakes. So it's kind of like just seeing a part of yourself because um, your kids are going to look like you. They're going to act like you. Um, but if you're used to being first and putting yourself first in every situation, it's, you're not going to make it because you're not first anymore. Like you're, you're not, you're not, the kids are first. The wife is first. God is first. Like all these other things come before you. So mm -hmm. The hardest part about being a man is having absolutely no responsibility for your whole life. You can wild out, you can pass out in the street, you can jump up and down at the club, you can date 50 girls if you want to, then you get married and 
you're a second class citizen in your own house, not in a negative way, but just you pay the bills. You have to be consistent with the love of your spouse, the love of your kids, the mentor and the taking them to school. Like everybody else has to be squared away before you can take care of yourself. So that's why these podcasts are so important to us. And that's why like we talk about Uncle Nearest because it's 10 o'clock. Like I'm just getting my kids down. I'm just getting my wife squared away. I'm just getting work done. So you know, this is the first moment I have for that. Um, so I applaud people like Kevin that have, you know, five, 10 different businesses and different things going. I, my, my life is different. I'm, I'm trying not to work. I don't, I don't, I'm not trying to do a whole bunch of stuff. I do this podcast strictly to have a good time with my boys to let off some steam, but I, life is too short. And I thought when I was you guys' age that money was everything and progressing up the corporate ladder was, was the thing to do. And, you know, I wanted to progress and succeed and that was important. And where I went to college, they, they preached that, you know. Um, and I figured out real quick that every day that I don't spend with my kids is a day wasted. So mm-hmm. for me right now, it's I go out. I go to Florida and work. I come back and I'm I'm in their face. I'm on the couch with them. I'm mm-hmm. working out with my daughter. I'm doing stuff with them because it's it goes by fast. Like I bet you guys mm-hmm. don't even think about the fact that you guys left home, left your families to get educated, and they're missing you every minute. Mm-hmm. You know. Yep. And you don't start thinking about that until you have kids. Like I call my mom now. I'm like, I don't know how I did it because my my young, my oldest is 14 mm-hmm. and she's about to get her driver's permit because in North Carolina, you can get your driver's permit at 15. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I'm I'm not ready. Like I'm I'm not ready. She's ready. She's fine. She's mature. She, she'll be fine. I'm <laughs> I'm not ready either. I'm not That's ready. my niece. And yeah, I'm not yeah, ready. Uh, like, <laughs> And Dwight, correct me if I'm wrong, like, right, your daughter's about to enter high school, too? She's in the ninth now. Yeah, she's in the ninth now. Oh, boy. Yeah, she, oh, boy. She's, she's, she's good. She doesn't do the date. She's she's not going to bring anybody home for a while because daddy's a little oh, bit God, crazy. Oh, so she's going to wait. <laughs> she, says, she says she's going to just wait till college and figure it out then because right now she's a little too nervous. <laughs> yeah. She'll tell you if you ask her. I call her down here now. She'll be like, hmm. It's not even worth it. It's not even worth it. <laughs> now, Thomas, I know, I know, like they say, you not you don't have like no uh companion, no no kids, but like when like uh you can be discreet. Um have what is your advice to men like you that's like in the same situation as far what? as like <laughs> as far as like love and you know, no kids, like what what is the advice? Like STDs and stuff, Thomas. Like, what's that like? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, y'all no, crazy. Hey, y'all no. crazy. Hey, put his mic on mute. Put his mic on mute right now. That's a hot take, Thomas. That's a hot take. All right, that we're not gonna get into the hot take. We're not gonna get into the hot take. That is a hot take. Kev, I told you what we created with these dogs, a hot take. With the white That's a hot take. They had to, hey, look, Zach, hey, Zach, hey, they had to teach hey. me what hot take was, and so now I use it on every show. Yo, hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, as a, I do not have any STDs, people. So, anybody listening, don't listen to this book. Just one, just one. Oh, my God. 
You see what I got to deal with these fools, man? I apologize. <laughs> I apologize on, on the behalf of the launch pad. <laughs> Shaking my head, man. But you know, the, 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 thing, the thing that I, that I, um, that I would say, um, I, spend this time investing in yourself. Um, if you if you find the person that you know um, that that you can connect with that you can possibly see a future with or whatever, don't overthink it. Don't overthink it. Um, yeah. Take, take time to really like form form a bond or friendship with that person. Um, because I mean, if you, if you're talking about making this thing last, and I don't know about y'all, but Listen, I'm only trying to do this thing once. Like I'm only trying to get married. No, Yo, I, the, hey, the whole, listen, I, listen, I felt that. I felt listen, like, divorce is no joke, man. Anybody who says this, this is a game, it's not a game. Yeah. Hey, I guarantee you, you can talk. You can talk to like the ten wealthiest people in the world, and I guarantee you, they will tell you, divorce is too expensive. Look at the look at, look at the founder. Uh, Uncle Tom ain't no joke, man. Listen, you're not only marrying your wife, you're marrying Uncle Tom. Yeah, I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. So you know, like you, you, you take your time, and if you if you haven't met somebody, and that's fine. Like, just spend time investing in yourself, man. Like, there's so much, there's so much other stuff. Like, um, you know, like I, I coach uh, AAU basketball. Like, I mentor. Right. Um, like you know, I sit on the board of directors for two different organizations, or whatever. So outside of work, like I keep myself busy and stuff. Um, you know, and I've I've met a, a, a nice lady and everything like that. So. You know, but it, it's it's all about investing in yourself, man. Uh, one one of my best friends told me this. Um, he got married a couple of years ago. He said, "Thomas, he said, I'm telling you the best thing that I've learned." He said, "After you get married, after you meet that person, you can't stop investing in yourself." And he said, he said, plenty of people, you know, when they when they meet that person or whatever, they get married, they figure it's all about the marriage. It's all about you know the status. Yeah, it, but he was. Yeah, he, he said it's also about you. He said because if you stop growing, then the relationship becomes stagnant. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hmm. I said that's true. So like you always constantly got to find a reason to like want to learn more to to and not just about the world around you, but about yourself, man. Because like quiet as it's kept, you know, my parents are in their sixties, and yo, like they're still learning stuff about themselves. Or whatever. Like I, I talked to my mom. I'm like, Ma, you pretty much figured it out. She's like, Thomas, I've lived through a lot. I've experienced a lot. She said, but I haven't figured it all out yet. Or whatever. So to hear people of that age and they're still figuring things out, they're still learning, man. Like that just tells me I don't know it all. You know, contrary to what Kev says about lawyers, you know. You know, and just enjoy life, man. It's if, if 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 it's one thing that we've learned in the last year or so, stuff changes so quick. Um, you know, time just you know it it's almost like it evaporates. So yeah, it flies. You know, it, yeah, it, it flies, man. So when when you when you're out here, or whatever you know, regardless of whether you got somebody you know a significant other or not, man, listen, invest in yourself, enjoy life, and, and you know just just try to seize the moment, you know, and take take some risks, you know, like. Like the way and I would, you know, we were talking earlier or whatever. Like, listen, like sometimes you, you you're not gonna get it right or whatever, but you know, you, you gotta take risks or whatever. Um, 
and that that's 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 what I would say to you know to uh, anybody who's kind of like in my space right now, you know. Yeah. No, no kids, and you know, <laughs> you, you're still technically single, or whatever, you know. And and, and no STDs. And no, STDs. Yeah. And, and, and no STDs. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> bro, so I'm getting ready, Magnums. <laughs> I'm getting ready to interject, right? <laughs> y'all, y'all crazy. I'm getting ready to interject because I understand that you guys have tons of questions for us, but. We we want to ask you guys um, mm-hmm. something. Well, me me personally, I want to ask you guys something because the Black Minds, <laughs> first off, an incredible <laughs> podcast that you guys got. You know what I'm saying? So appreciation, man. You know, thank you. What before? I, I and I know there was there was a few other things that that we wanted to talk about, but I just wanted to know what made you guys come together and say, listen. We're going to come up with this podcast and we're going to drop knowledge, you know, as best as we know yeah. to everybody. Because you guys, you guys are, are very wise to say hey, very the least, you know what I'm saying? To be so young, especially, very, man. Right. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So, Sincere, you want, me to, you want me to break that story down or you, 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 you want to hold this uh, one? Listen, you, wait, so like basically like the origin story, like a story time, origin story, right? Yeah. The background. Yeah. I think, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Try, try to explain that because I'll, okay. I'll, I'll most likely go off track and shit. <laughs> okay, so as you know, uh, me, Sincere, and Keisha are all three of us are college students. And uh, we all met in the dorms, et cetera. Um, I already knew Keisha early in the summer because we was in a program called EOF. So I met Sincere in the dorm. Um, we lived on the same floor. He lived right down the hall from me. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so one day I was talking with my RA since so happened to be in the in the room but he wasn't really talking to us and we were just I was just talking about uh the radio station I was like oh I'm just thinking about having a radio show yada 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 uh fun fact the Black Miles was supposed to be a sports show we wasn't Word. supposed to be talking about this yeah in the first place like the, the like the initial purpose of the Black Miles was to talk about sports etc so then um shout out shout out to Devin Hour. Um Devin Wilson, he he kind of like challenged me. He kind of like challenged me. He was like, it's a lot of shows that talks about uh sports, you know, mm-hmm. talk about something that's outside the box, you know. So he had me really, really thinking. And I'm just sitting there thinking, I'm like, I want to talk about something in black culture, something where I can educate my people, something where I could talk about things that people are scared to talk about. Um so I said, okay, I'm gonna talk about black culture. I pitched it to him because he was like the head of the radio station in the first place. So without him, I couldn't really do my show. So yeah. I pitched the idea to him, uh, and he said he liked it. So then um he was like, Hey, sincere, da 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 da. He's into radio as well. If you want a co-host, talk to him. So I talked to Sincere. I was like, Oh, hey, what's up? You know, we on the same floor, yada yada yada. We get to talking. And then he was like, you know, he was on the same type of time that I was on. We wanted to do something for our people. We wanted to educate. We wanted to uplift. Um, so, yeah, the Black Moss created. Um, Keasia wasn't always here with us. Keasia just came along. Um, we had an original. Yeah, yeah we had an original. Uh, an- uh, we had another female mm-hmm. that was on the show, but things didn't work out. We wish her the yeah. best. But then Keasia, she came along and she believed in the the whole dream, the whole uh, vision 
of this podcast. Yes, the whole process. Yes. The whole process. Yes, the process. Yeah. yeah. So then, did Kiesha join when you were going to be sports, or did she join after you were already talking about? Like way after. I joined right after. She joined like way after. Yeah, yeah. like probably like how long has it been since you've been? Like, it's been like, it's been like wow, three it's been like three months. It's been like three months. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's what's up. That's what's yeah. up. But in COVID years, that's like a year and a half. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's a fast. Yeah. 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 So do y'all stay in a dorm right now? Um. Uh, I do. Yeah, I do too. Um, and she still does it. So yeah. I'm in the crib, the crib university right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I miss those days. I know it sounds crazy to say out loud, and maybe for y'all to hear, but I do miss living yeah. in the dorm. That oh, was a fun time. That was, that was fun last year. Before COVID hit, I had oh, yeah. the best yeah. time of my life. Yeah, that was a fun yeah, that time, was, man, that We were was, just having a conversation about that, too. Yeah. Yeah, living yeah, in the dorms is, is definitely... It's yeah. experience. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely experience. Yeah, but to, yeah. Answer, but, but to answer your question, that's how the Black Moms was all created. And it took us a minute to figure out a name for our show. Like, we, it took us, like, it took me sincere, like, hours to figure out what we wanted to call yeah. ourselves. And then it just, it clicked. It came naturally. And then we came up with the black minds. And then yeah, TBM. I don't know. I feel like the past few few weeks I've been saying TBM, TBM, the black minds. It's just I like, think it's your logo says TBM, right? TBM. Yeah. yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Dope, yeah. That's man. cool. Yeah. That's real dope. Yeah, yeah, that's real dope. Real dope. We want to do yes, something that, that's authentic and for our people. And we feel like mm-hmm. it's not enough of that out there in the world. So we want to, you know, uplift and do this. So yeah, and so, so sincere. It said you were an actor on the last show. Is that right or wrong? Are all of you actors, or how does that? Nah, work? Zach, the boy Zach. Zach. I'm an actor. Zach is an actor. Okay. <laughs> I'm an actor. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I I didn't know the voices when I listened to the podcast. So yeah, it's all good. I, yeah, I'm the actor. Yep. Okay. That's I what's just, up. When when you guys said on the last podcast, you wish that. They had gotten American black actors instead of European ones. My brain exploded. I can't even lie. Mm. Like, in, in a good way, you know, in a good way or a yeah. bad way? In a good way, because okay. throughout my mm-hmm. lifetime, mm-hmm. this is gonna sound crazy. This is a hot take, according Dang. to Kevin. But when I was growing up, there wasn't black people on TV. You know what I'm saying? Like we Scooby, like Scooby Doo was black for me like that was a black character just because you want representation oh, wow. so panthro was a black mm-hmm. character in cartoons for me because he just wanted a black character so for you guys to be so specific with not only do we want the character to be represented black we want him to be mm-hmm. represented american black so that he has the experience and the knowledge of culture and self to portray mm-hmm. a person of that stature because i already knew who i know who the characters are obviously but mm-hmm. i haven't seen the movie yet but i was like man I don't even know if I, I mean, I understand why they cast that way. And the whole time y'all were talking, I was like, y'all don't understand the game. They have to cast it that way in order to show that it's accurate. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because mm-hmm. if it was just me or, or, or Zach, they would say, well, it's not really acting. He's just being himself. And if you put a face to the name of a person like that, just like Chadwick Boseman was Black Panther. All of a sudden, he became mm-hmm. Black Panther. Black Panther. If, if, if you bring Fred him, if you bring these people back from the real Panthers, it'll start a revolution. So they have to give it something to where you can't relate when you see him on an interview. Mm-hmm. So I understand the psychological Crazy. part of that, but right. yeah, and for like y'all said, to be that specific was dope to me. 
Yeah, I just didn't want to, like I said, like, the purpose wasn't to, like, divide us. Like, I'm all about Black unity, but it was just, like, it was just more of, like, a frustration because, like like I said last episode, we always see pe- uh, people that's not, like, from America that are Black mm-hmm. play these roles that were, like, Black people from America. So it was, like, kind of, mm-hmm. it was it was very frustrating to um, keep seeing. Yeah, it's kind of a head scratcher. Well, yeah. that's Hollywood's way to keep us divided, man. They, they can't yeah. have yeah. you relate too much. To the character, or else exactly. it'll create exactly. that in somebody your age. It won't right. be somebody my age. It'll be somebody your age. Right. That's like I see myself in that character. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do that. So mm-hmm. that's just how it works, man. But did any that's of you guys see? So did any of you guys see uh, Judas and the Black Messiah or no? I'm watching it tomorrow because of your podcast. Okay, thank you. Oh, <laughs> hey, influence. Okay, influence. You, you see yeah. that? Influence, yeah. 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 and and I actually, uh, I actually saw it, and um, you know, I thought it was a, I thought it was a a good film. Um, I thought it was a a good representation and back Mm -hmm. backdrop to it. Um, The family of Fred Hampton actually did have um, involvement in it, so that was good. Mm -hmm. um, Yeah. For for uh, just for kind of uh, kind of content purposes, reference purposes. Um, I was I was in a clubhouse room the other night um, with some um, with some people who were actually talking about it. And Dwight, I'm not going to get into the details of the film, but somebody from oh, Chicago. It's a real story. It's not like it, I can't read about yeah. it. Right. Yeah, Zach did tell me that too. Like it's a real story. So I asked him yeah. before, like we recorded the episode yeah. last week. Whether or not yeah. spoil it or not, it's really it not like, spoiled. You know, it's, yeah. yeah, it's, so. it's only a spoiler if you don't know the history. Yeah, right. right. You really, okay. you're really not spoiling it. But um, mm-hmm. but somebody who who was from Chicago and didn't didn't grow up in that era, but have family that grow that grew up in that era. You know, um, they you know they expressed their frustration of the movie. Um, just. The backdrop of the story, um, they they felt like it was too Hollywood. There was a lot more to it, um, mm. and of course, mm-hmm. you know, if you do read the uh, the history behind um, Fred Hampton, there is a lot more to it. Um, um, but he did he did feel like it was a little too Hollywood. Um, of course, everybody else, you know, respected his opinion because he he is from Chicago and he does have mm-hmm. um, sort of that that back that backdrop. Um, so we, you know, we gave him the benefit of the doubt, but from, you know, just from a theatrical I would argue with that, dude. Yeah. I didn't even uh, see the movie. Yeah. I would argue, You're not with, argue cause, with him. Yeah, because, well, the problem is that it's a movie. So yeah, you got to yeah. make it watchable. Make it, yeah. yeah, they got to make it something yeah. Hollywood. Like, that's, I mean, that's like saying Denzel's Malcolm X was too Hollywood. Yeah, it was It was made Facts. in Hollywood. Facts. Yeah, I wouldn't Facts. have gone I to got see Oscar it. for that movie. I, I, I still get mad for Denzel to this day. He should have got Oscar for that movie. He, oh man, he became he got, Max after that. That's that was a whole. That's a whole yeah, other podcast, bro. Yeah, that was yeah. a beautiful performance. That was beautiful. Yeah, that that was great. That was great. Um, but you know that was Hollywood too. You know what I mean? So it's got to be Hollywood to make you go watch it. Mm-hmm. Plus, you know all these distributions like MGM, Columbia mm-hmm. Pictures, and all that mm-hmm. owned by Hollywood and stuff. So. You know what I mean? So yeah, right, yeah. But like as an actor, I, I like like I said, like I always think about stuff like that every day. Like after college, like when I pursue my acting career and things of that sort, like like the BS and certain things that I might have to go through. 
So mm-hmm. it, it's, it's always in the back of my mind. So like I, I always like prepare myself, you know, because acting is a very rigorous, uh, rigorous uh, job. You know, entertainment, entertainment. Yeah, entertainment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Entertainment. Yeah. So because even rapping, music industry, mm-hmm. all that, yeah. all of that has the same, mm-hmm. you know, slippery slope stuff that you got to deal with. You know, if you don't have the right people around you to protect you, like your agents got to be on point. Your family's got to be around you to keep you grounded. Like, and no yes men. Yeah, yep. can't have no yes men. I definitely, I, I definitely don't want no yes men around me. No I, yes not man. at all. I don't want that around. It's gonna, me. it's gonna happen once money comes. Yes men come. That's just. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, no money, money, no problems. Biggie yeah. was not lying yeah. about that. Nah, it, that was the realest <laughs> statement. That was one of the realest statements ever. And if you really think about. I don't want to get into a hip hop conversation because Kevin will get mad at me. But every, <laughs> nah, every artist, nah, we good. Every artist <laughs> has a lyric in some song, a verse, a little snippet where they say that in their own way, whether they're from the South, Detroit, whatever. There's a snippet in a song, every song, every artist that says that, that same verse. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, Andre 3000 says, alien can blend right on in with your can I swear I spot one every now and then. That's what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. Everybody does it. Mm-hmm. So it's impossible mm-hmm. to say that, oh, I'm not going to have that experience. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you are. As soon as you get some money, there's going to be people around you. Yep. Yes, man. <laughs> right, exactly. Crazy. That's crazy. Exactly. Well, I want to ask all um, you guys a question about uh, Kyrie Irving. So recently, Kyrie Irving, he wants Kobe Bryant to be the new logo of the um, NBA. And I want to ask, starting with uh, KDOT, what are your thoughts on that? Do you think it will happen? Do you think it's a bunch of BS? Like, tell me, what, what, what are your thoughts on this? You know, um, it, it's, a, it's, a funny, it's a funny thing. Um, I mean, as a, you know, as a fan of the game, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind seeing it. Um, I don't know what what protocols you will have to go, you know, behind getting um, Kobe as the logo. Um, you know, Kobe, of course, was uh, a, a definite, um, uh, a huge figure. Um, even after his playing days, we all know, um, you know, during his playing days, you know how he was. Um, you know, some some people loved him, other people didn't, you know, really care for him, for him you know, things like that. But, um, you know, it's a to me, it's a good way to pay homage, um, you know, to someone uh, of that of that stature. Um, but you know, at the same time, you know, I always look at the backdrop of everything and, and look at the politics behind it. And, and you know, the first thing I think about is, oh well, everybody knows that Jerry West is the logo. Mm-hmm. You can't change that. So mm-hmm. um, you know, mm-hmm. either way, I mean, you you take a look at it. I mean, they're both they're both Lakers, so. I mean, I don't, to be honest with you, as far as the logo is concerned, you know, with, with Kyrie, I know Kyrie is, is definitely, we, we call Kyrie the Basquiat of basketball, <laughs> Basquiat of the NBA, because, you know, he, he thinks, you know, we all, we all know if you, if you ever read up on Basquiat, um, his visions, um, his, uh, his way of thinking was, was sort of um, unorthodox, but, it it was also something that was um intriguing to people and it drew it people high, man. You know, mm-hmm. and <laughs> basically, you know, the same thing in basketball. So, you know, for him to want to pay homage to Kobe, I mean, you know, that's good, that's good for him. 
Um, and like I said, I'm, you know, I'm for it. You know, if they don't do it, then, you know, I can think of other, other reasons why. Um, but I don't, you know, I don't see a, I don't see a problem with it, honestly. Um, right. But, you know, what, what are you guys' uh, opinion on it? Dwight, Thomas, Zach, Kiesha, Sincere? I think they got what, to. They got to? I, and I feel that. I feel that. Yeah, I think they got I, I don't. I don't mind it. I mean, yeah. I don't mind it. I mean, in my opinion, like in, like I said, this is no disrespect to Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant is one of the greats. And I'm saying that as a Celtics fan, first and foremost. <laughs> Kobe Kobe's one of the great greatest of all time. But in my opinion, I think it should lean more towards Michael Jordan. That's just, mm. that's just in my opinion. It can't. It can't. You, you said it the can't. wrong name. You said yeah, the wrong name. It can't name. because he already, monetized, <laughs> he already monetized his logo. From a business perspective, from a business perspective, it's different ones you use. It's different ones you use. He he, he already monetized that with Nike and with what's on college. He already sold that logo to the colleges for Nike Uh and all that stuff. It it can't be Michael Jordan. And and plus, it doesn't need to be the greatest basketball player to be the logo because it wouldn't be Jerry West if that was the case. Yeah, true. That's a fact. That's true. That's true. Like I said, I, I wouldn't, I really wouldn't mind it. Like, um, if, if Kobe was to, to be the logo, like that would be really, really dope. And don't like, be offended, by the way, Zach, because if you say Michael Jordan for anything, I'm gonna tell you that that's not right. <laughs> that's my fault. <laughs> the, second, the second, the second, the second you told me that backstory, I said, okay, if I mention Michael Jordan, he's gonna take it personal. So, like, this, <laughs> no, I'm not, I don't take it personal. I'm just gonna disagree. You would disagree. Is that the same okay. thing. Is that the same <laughs> thing? Yeah. I would say I would say this. Uh, think <laughs> about this, right? Kobe was the closest thing in in my era and Thomas's era to Jordan, yeah. right? Oh yeah, because okay. we were we were young, we were real young when Jordan reigned supreme in the nineties. So we yeah. were elementary school. You know what I'm saying? We were like elementary school. So we see we saw it, but Kobe I, I was closer to us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, you guys have LeBron. LeBron. We, had, we, had, we had LeBron. To, to you, yeah. KD, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we had LeBron, that. Kevin Durant. That's what we had, yeah. yeah. That's what we yeah. had. They still there. Right? <laughs> so think about it. Think about it that way. If he is the logo, Kobe will be the closest thing to Jordan. Because we, we all know Kobe and Jordan was kind of one in the same. Yeah. As far as like. Getting in. Getting in. Like, so the You've seen the videos where mm-hmm. it, it's, almost, it's almost eerie. That they had it, like the same it's not here, he just the same, him. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But Kobe said it himself. He said everything I got is from Michael Jordan. Like yeah. he said it. Yeah. He said it yeah. in was the blueprint. He, yeah, he's a he's a carbon he's a carbon copy. Of he made millions of dollars yeah. for that though. Can't be mad at that. I think, I think yeah. can't be mad at that. I think for me personally, like and Kev will tell you, I'm a hardcore Lakers fan. Like I'm talking oh, yeah. about Die hard. bottom of the league. You know, we were only average. <laughs> Like you know, like you know, fifteen season, <laughs> like Jordan Hill and the rest, of, and Nick Young and the rest of them boys jumping on. He, the was, a, he was a fan. He was a fan during the. He was a fan during the Dan Tony, Mike Brown. Yeah. Damn. Luke Walton. Yeah. Oh God, the Luke Walton. Yo, right. Ooh, the thick and thin. I'm, 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 I'm still holding. I'm still holding that 2010 grudge, but it's all right. We're gonna be top. We're gonna see y'all again in the finals. It's all good. This is one of these days. One of these we gonna days. see y'all. We gonna see y'all again. Are April you talking 4th. about the Celtics? I'm a Celtics fan. <laughs> yeah. Celtics. yeah. When are y'all gonna get to the finals? What is he talking Ooh. about? It's, it's, oh, it's a, it's a, we ain't about to go there. But I'm saying, <laughs> you, 
no, 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 no. I'm, saying, <laughs> I'm saying, you think this year y'all are going to make it? Absolutely not. Okay, okay. Uh, so, I, I ain't yeah, I'm not delusional. I ain't, I ain't gonna like. I didn't know what you were saying. I just <laughs> right, was trying right, to right, clarify. Right. I'm yeah, all no, about. No. I'm all about making bets. Like you, nah, you, you know, the white, the white knows exactly what he's doing. Is that? Don't. I'm luring <laughs> you in. I'm luring <laughs> you in. Nah, nah. I'm smart. To do I'm some smart. burpees. I, I, absolutely not. We the Nets is going there. They ain't us. Oof, yeah, yeah. Brooklyn's gonna have it for a minute. Yeah, Oof. Brooklyn is that's ridiculous. Brooklyn, Brooklyn, that's a whole different yeah, level scary. of team. That's not even fair. And Kevin Durant's not even playing. I know they still, they still cooking people. Teams, but, dog. Yes, it's, it's horrible. But, um, <laughs> it's but horrible. yeah, man, like I, I think, I think Kobe. I think if there was no Kobe, I don't think we would. The NBA would be as good as it is right now. Um, just yeah. look at look at the number of players. And he I'm mentored talking, everybody. I'm talking, oh, yeah. like, I'm talking like in the last like three, four years, you know, these guys, you know, they're, you know, they're saying like, you know, Kobe was our guy. Kobe was the guy, you know, and, and no slights to LeBron or anything like that. But, you know, people that like Trey Young, people like Jason Tatum, you know, I'm thinking about all these guys and they're just like, yo, Kobe was that dude for us. And like, you got to remember, Kobe was kind of like the bridge between MJ and LeBron. Like if yeah. like Kobe bought that business like mentality, like yo, this is this is what it takes to be a winner, to be and not just be a winner, but be a legend and icon in this game. Because there's plenty of people who go, you know, who come through the league, they play like two, three seasons or whatever. You know, they may have you know one of good uh, one or two good seasons here and there. But I mean, how to be able to sustain this thing? Like, it's very few, man, who are able to play at a high level and just, I mean, and really control and dominate the game in such a manner where people just, like, people, you know, gravitate to you. I mean, people just, yeah, they just gravitate to you, whether they yeah. hate you or they love you. Like, mm-hmm. yo, there was nobody who who watched Kobe mm-hmm. who who could who did not respect him. You I respect him. Oh, yeah. I respect him. Yeah. Respect, knew man. That this man was bringing every single night. This man played. The only thing that stopped this man was an actual was an Achilles. Mm-hmm. Like he got hurt. Literally, him getting hurt ended it. Yeah. Like, like he, he mentally was there. He still went to the free throw line to shoot free throws. Like yeah. he probably would have tried to finish the game. Yeah. Like and the logo looks good with him on it. So. Yeah. That dude, I'm not which which one gonna lie. Kind of be a, a, jump, a jump shot, maybe a jump shot. No, it's the same, it's the same logo, just Kobe instead of the other oh, dude. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, it my looks only, good. My, my only my only uh-huh. thing with Kobe, like I I wish you'd have won more MVPs, man. You only had See? one. Like <laughs> it was and, a different league, though. It wasn't yeah. the same kind of league. It was. But not, just not give because, out because the, 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 the media back those, then. those years, Steve Nash won. I was like, what? Well, it's 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 it's, 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 it's not it's not just the fact that the league was different. You got to remember this: people hold grudges. So when Kobe got caught, you know the allegation of you know working that gun oh, or whatever. Yeah. That was back in like oh three oh four. Yeah. That was consensual like, anal sex. Man. That was like call three, it what it is. Yeah. That was like three, four, five, six years later, and people were still <clears throat> holding that against Kobe. Think about it. When he died last year, people were still bringing that. They up. said former Gail radio, media, <laughs> the media. Yeah. Right, right, right. Uh-huh. So, 
No, but but what I'm saying, what I'm saying is it's all about what's good for the league. The league was not in a position where they were going to put a, an alleged rapist, you know, as as the MVP. Yeah. They nah. weren't going to do it. It's going to mess up the image. Even regardless of the fact that he he uh you know that they ended up dropping the charges and stuff. Like it, I mean, we all know it's an allegation, but it was just bad for me. Credit where it's due. Um, and if you didn't know, you had to see it um, through the last dance. Is that Jordan really evolutionized and changed the way that the NBA did business, um, just from a global perspective? Mm-hmm. Um, so once, so once he, once he took the league to like that newfound um, status in terms of like exposure um, to different markets, you know, in other countries and stuff, they had to figure out a way to like maintain that um and, and so yeah you know you had you know uh Shaq and Kobe coming along after after you know Jordan's you know high you know after he retired and stuff that second time or whatever but with Kobe himself yes as good as he was and as popular as he was they knew that he wouldn't be good for business in terms of being the face of the NBA um mm-hmm. They couldn't give him. They couldn't give him the the chair that that Jordan sat in, um, and, and just be, just because they're 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 at that time, you know, early two thousands, you know, everything was was and it still is. It is it, it, there's a lot of politics, and, and oh. so and they 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 knew that they would take huge huge hits, and not just from overseas, but here. Um, there, there was a lot to be said about having an alleged "quote unquote" racist uh, rapist um, as the face of a multi-billion-dollar um, industry, and, and right mm-hmm. at right as the, the the league was, you know, really expanding, and not just not just uh, China, you know, um, not just you know uh, Europe, but uh, you know Africa at that time. I think the NBA uh, Africa had just started expanding. Uh, into like Nigeria, South, you know, South Africa, um, those places like that. So, um, I I love Kobe, and and I I do believe it, it would be awesome, and I do believe that they should make him a logo, make him the logo. Um, but as as Kev mentioned earlier, the, the politics that come behind it, um, and, and you you know, and as much as African Americans have done for the game of basketball. Or whatever. I don't even think the NBA would be close to what it what it is now if it wasn't for black folks. But um, mm-hmm. I just, I the the realistic side of me um, also understands that it it may not happen. It it may not happen. Just just yeah. my opinion. especially with the uh, the incident back in old three man. Uh, I think that incident right there. I think that will come like you know probably like you know. Like the logo or the potential logo with Kobe Bryant like on it, like it'll probably like you know probably shoot that down and stuff. Yeah, but like, it doesn't you know, how significant that was during that time. It doesn't yeah. need to be Jerry West anymore. There's no white people even playing basketball right now. At, exactly. <laughs> it's now it's predominantly black. Predominantly yeah. Well, I mean, like, even uh, the, even the white people playing are European, right? Uh, yeah, Luca. <laughs> yeah, no, KP. Let me, let me say, let me say Luka, something. Luca doing let me thing. about Luca. That white mm. boy can ball. Yeah. <laughs> he was 16. That white boy got it, yo. He can do his thing. 
Yeah. He's been pro since he was 16. That's not an accident. Yep. Yeah. Yep. White yep. boy, white boy got him, man. But yeah, yep. I'm, we we we're gonna move on. We're gonna now talk about Kanye <laughs> and, Kim, and Kim Kardashian. Uh recently Kim Kardashian divorced Kanye. She filed for a divorce of Kanye. And I want to ask, starting with the white. <laughs> I you, could, I don't, you don't want to go to me i'm the old dude man i could care less i, I mean <laughs> I, I i will admit that i saw it but i wasn't surprised by it because i don't think they got married because they liked each other it seemed like that was a marriage set up for them to both generate revenue and they did that that's been done exactly. i don't think i don't think their business could could go any further um, I think she's had all the plastic surgery she's gonna have. I think they made all the money off her. Yo, the white is make. funny, yo. You know, <laughs> oh, oh, uh. I just don't <laughs> think there's anything funny. else for them to do together. You know what I mean? Like he he married her to get in the fashion industry. She married him for black cred because that's what they do. Oh, I mean, it's, it's what else is it? I mean, what what else is it? I mean, now he'll settle down with a nice black girl somewhere. And she'll go off and be single. Or she'll either start dating another basketball player or something. But now she's too old, so I don't even know. <laughs> she's about to no. hit the wall. Yeah, oh. she's, you know, that's shelf life. <laughs> that's shelf life. <laughs> uh, you know? and, and plus, anybody who does any research can go online and see what she does in the bedroom and know that it's not going to be all that. So, oh my God. you know, it's not worth the millions you have to spend for divorce. Ooh. You're talking spicy, Dwight. Ah. I just, I just not a fan. You know, I just. Oh well, I see that you definitely. Uh... I, I think <laughs> when people use marriage for for monetary reasons, or when when they publicly do something that they know they privately don't, like that bothers me. I mean, that yeah. bothers me a lot because yeah. life is hard, man. Like, yeah, if you're if you're a young person looking up to that, oh hell no. You're gonna struggle, and so it's just leading people down the wrong road all the way around. Like, what good have yeah. they ever done? Like, that's you can I can ask you about either one of them. What good have either one of them ever done for anybody but themselves? Yeah. So, I mean, to follow them and to care what they do, like I know what they're gonna do. They're gonna ruin and wreck things. Mm. And I heard Kasia yeah, I wanna, was back. Yeah, I want to hear Kiaja's, uh Kiaja, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. we can. Okay, okay. Now you said you wanted to hear my what? I didn't get you. Your opinion what on you the situation on the divorce? Oh, okay. Um, so basically, it's a lot of like what you said. I feel like they did it for like business reasons. I feel like the marriage wasn't even really a marriage. It was just like a a business deal, to be honest, because like you said, both of them got what they wanted. Um, like what you said about him using her for like fashion, I feel like it was the other way around. I feel like she used him to fund her fashion line. And since like that's like, you know, all up and off the ground and she has like her whole I guess lawyering career <laughs> uh coming down hey, the she's line. a lawyer she's like oh I don't need you anymore yeah well she's studying, she's studying she's to be a lawyer. yeah so yeah. 
so just not to cut you off, uh, Keisha, but um, so so California is one of those unique states where you do not have to go to law school in order to be an attorney. <laughs> hey, yo, what? He said so, unique I'm states. Okay. <laughs> I yeah, knew it was somebody we said that. I'm okay. so, <laughs> wow. So, so in, in, this, you can go and take this or whatever. So they actually have a provision where you can actually go and become an apprentice under an attorney for a certain amount of years or whatever. And you, you're going to have to take like, uh, like I guess, uh, a couple exams or whatever before you take the actual bar exam. Hmm. But uh, but yeah, you can so apprentice. Fast. You can be an apprentice under an attorney for a certain length of time, and you can actually qualify to take the bar and actually become an attorney. Now back that doesn't make day, anybody else furious. No, What kind of attorney is she gonna be? I, I have not. <laughs> well, I mean, look at look at the Your wife. Really doesn't doing. like Kim K. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so irritated right now. She, she's like trying to focus on, or like she's trying to like help you know people who's been like uh falsely incarcerated, wrongly convicted. Or, yeah, yeah, wrongly convicted. There we go. Wrongly convicted felons and stuff like that. I don't know why. Like, why? Why does she do that in the in the first place? Yeah. Like, I never, I never under, like understood that. I mean, yeah, it's a because- nice. Like, what's your angle? Because I know it's an angle behind that. Maybe her dad. Maybe to she be wants honest. to be like her dad. Yeah. To I don't be honest, yeah. Probably. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It, it's, it's very strange. But like, she'd be that's... very distracted in the courtroom. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somebody get this guy, please. Yo, the white, bro. I just you got to be stopped, bro. You got to be stopped, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I oh think, my God. I think hey, I would be paying attention. Oh my yeah, God. I'll be distracted. So I'm not gonna hold. I'll be distracted too. But yeah, now, that's what I'm saying. Let's just be honest here. Now no. that you feel that like Kanye is no longer gonna be with her legally, things of that sort. How you think like the relationship with you know his kids and how you think Kanye's oh. mental? How you, how, how you think his mental is gonna be? He's gonna start dressing like a girl or something. Oh, oh my, my gosh, gosh bro. I'm sorry, that was a hot take. I'm just playing. I don't think that. I just think it's funny that everybody around them goes crazy. Like, how does it, Yeah. you know? I mean, I don't know. And I shouldn't talk <laughs> bad about people I don't know in theory, right? I'm just saying, like, uh-huh. it seems like people around them develop issues Much better. of some Much sort. Better. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's... Oh, man. connection connection messed up. Repeat yourself, Keisha. <laughs> Keisha Say that one more yourself? time. Uh-oh. I think we lost her. Oh, I hope she's on. Uh-oh. Connection Just doesn't trying. want to win. It's probably raining by her or something. Ah, it's done. I don't know. Oh, I'm looking I, at my window right now. Oh, I that was me. Well, how do you feel about it? Hello? Yeah, I want to hear more about how you feel about it, Kiasia. Can you hear me? Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, can we can hear you. Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, we can hear you. Okay. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, um, where, I forgot where I left off. 
We were talking about like why she wants to become a lawyer, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so I believe it has a lot to do with um, the Cynthia Brown, I believe her last name is Brown, Cynthia Brown case, about the um, the girl who was um, sent to prison for killing her uh, rapist. Yeah. Oh, the human trafficker. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That was crazy. I believe, like, once her foot exactly that was really crazy but i believe like that's what started this whole like her wanting to help um wrongly because honestly i feel like this divorce is for the better um for him because he he yeah we see him (laughs) so hopefully this will be like some time for him to get himself together back to like himself mentally healthy yeah, everything mentally, healthy mentally, you know, yeah. mentally, physically everything think, he's not there obviously because yeah. kanye you know kanye was one of those artists i think that was well beloved by a lot of people but then once yeah. he like later on down his career it was came to it, like it was like more of a okay you're nuts I'm gonna place. you know listening to you because you know not just his political beliefs but just just him being an a-hole you know like from situations where he would go on stage and literally yeah tell Taylor Swift to her face that you're you're you don't deserve this award and Beyonce deserves it. Yeah, that was yeah. Awesome. yeah. See, I thought that was awesome. That, that was cool. I was what was the situation? I agree with him though. Yeah that was the real shit ever. ever. To him to him to him to him yeah. to him uh antagonizing Amber Rose and coming for her son, you know, just just the stuff, things of that sort, you know. I just, I really did. Play. Y'all are y'all too young to know about what he did with Katrina when he, he said, said George uh, Bush doesn't care about black people. He doesn't. Yeah. He only like he was the only oh, black person he likes. Okay. Like wow. Man. <laughs> and he loves Michelle. <laughs> he loves her. That's oh, the only yeah. black person he likes. You know, he yeah. really loves her. A piece of candy. A piece of candy. Dog. <laughs> George Bush. Her. A piece no, of candy. At least he's got good taste. Season. You know what I mean? <laughs> he he yeah. got better taste than Kanye. Yo, you know what's not right, bro? Yo, that gold digger song, bro. That's that shit's so like that shit's so normal now. Like it's just like he badass like left left like a. I don't know if he left a black girl, but he left your ass for like a white girl. That shit so accurate to this day, yo. That shit is crazy. Mm-hmm. That definitely yeah. matches to, 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 to situations nowadays. Well, hey, yo, that's so. Also remember, wow. also remember before you say that, that she paid off his $50 million of debt when they got married. Oh, so, damn. I'm not sure if you can say oh, that. Yeah. that he's the gold digger. That song is quite ironic for sure. Right, for sure. <laughs> oh man. But nah, I I I, th- I think it's gonna take Kanye some time to like really get back to his his I, I don't think he I don't I don't think he's been right since his mom's left. You know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know. He doesn't, he, he, doesn't, he, he doesn't have that black woman. He doesn't have that black yeah. woman in his ear. Yeah, you know? yeah he's not grounded. He's not yeah. grounded. Yeah. 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 Wasn't that I mean, somebody saying that they were going to have, they didn't want any yes men around him? Mm-hmm. With his mom gone, that's probably all that's around him. Yep. Yep. 
That's true. So I just read online while we were talking in 2019, he was the top paid hip hop artist. And then Jay-Z was second and Drake was third. Mm. Damn. Which blows my mind. Just yeah, Jay-Z Jay Jay barely, barely put out stuff, mm -hmm. like put out projects. Yeah. He a businessman. He's all business. business. He's all about I love business. Jay-Z. Yeah. He's, he's all about business. He just sold 50% of Ace of Spade for, uh, he, he's to, uh, to Moet. Damn. Yeah. And he took he took fifty he's taken twenty five bitcoins, uh, which are worth about fifty thousand dollars fifty yeah fifty million dollars a piece something like that over to Africa to mm. start up the bitcoins over in Africa yeah in the same places he took water when he first got famous so right. rich so rich oh, he, could swim, he could swim in his money man it's ridiculous salute to hoes man salute to hoes. well you know what that is though you know what that is for you guys that are younger i will say this you will do the things that the five people around you are doing and when he stopped hanging out with freeway and all of them and started hanging out with Warren uh -huh. Buffett, his money expanded yeah you know dame he got dame a good dame, dame dash still holds a, holds a grudge on jay-z i don't he know should. why yeah. Yeah. he should he should yeah. jay-z left him hanging Mm -hmm. And he hadn't been able to do a whole lot since then. But I bet you in the next year or two, Dame Dash will come back with something different. But Dame Dash <laughs> been been getting money though. He still he still was getting money after. Oh, yeah, that. he a hustler. He a hustler. Yeah, yeah, it's just not the same. It's just not the same. Yeah, yeah. you know. But he told he told Jay Z he, he could create another Jay Z. I mean, you can't say that to somebody. That's your meal ticket. Just right. be grateful. Right. Yeah. Right. Listen, I, I wish them brothers would. You know, I hope they mend they they relationship one day. I know, I know they will before Ja Rule and Fifty Cent, but that's another story. <laughs> oh, that's, a, that's another. That's another pod. I wish some brothers. Day. I wish some brothers would have never beefed either. Oh, Bruh. <laughs> I wish Ja Rule. No, not Ja Rule. I like that. Ja Rule. Nah, I wish Jay Z and Nas never beefed. Like funny, because he definitely got either, bro. He definitely got either. Jay Z definitely got either. Yeah, yeah. Well, Jay Z uh, has he, he's not gonna win a bunch of battles. I mean, that's not what he was doing. He was he was giving the blueprint to how to make money and how to come up. He wasn't a battle rapper. He got beat a lot. I mean, we talked about that on the podcast before. He got crushed. I mean, he got annihilated every time. <laughs> but that is he a business Yeah, but that didn't ever diminish his 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 um, status. But he was getting crushed. He got crushed by everybody. Hey, I would say, I would say on wax. <laughs> what you say, Kevin? I was I was just saying like he he might have he might have gotten crushed on wax, but the the origins of Jay Z he was originally an actual battle rapper. I, I would say that on wax he's not good at wax, that. Though. He's probably not the not the best. But no. he he was at he was an actual battle rapper before before putting all of his music on wax before so he, uh, hard not life he understood how to monetize the game you know what I'm saying yeah. from a music perspective yeah I can name three people that crushed him though so that's a lot for one life I can name more I can name more than three <laughs> I know I'm saying Jay-Z and Jay-Z Jay is one of my my favorite rappers <laughs> that's what I'm saying mm. yeah hey so I got a question for y'all 
what music are y'all mm-hmm. listening to now? Like who, who, like if you had to do your top five hip hop artists or artists in general, actually take mm-hmm. hip hop out of it, just do your top five artists. Who are y'all listening to now? Like what's hot right now? Today's music. Go, go, go first, Keisha. <laughs> oh my God. I'm going right, I'm I'm to I'm go last. I'm going to go last for this one. <laughs> Yikes. My musical taste is like everywhere. Um, That's okay. Go ahead. I would say Little Dirk, um, G Herbo, Summer Walker. I listen to her, um, Jasmine Sullivan. Okay. Um, Kevin Gates. I'm a big Kevin Gates fan. Uh, Coily Ray. Yeah. Those are good. I've me. heard of some of those. That's good. I'm so, not that old. Oh, Erica. Erica Badu. I've only heard. I always play Erica every day. I've only heard of Erica, Jasmine Sullivan, her. And you had to have heard Kevin. of Kevin Gates. You gotta heard of and Kevin Gates. Maybe yeah. Kevin Gates. Like the two yeah, phones. I'm, I'm real, I'm real old school, yo. Like for real. Yeah, yeah but Kevin Gates has been around for a long time. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Kevin, Kevin Gates yeah. has been around since like me and Kevin Gates are probably the, around the same age. Yeah. But yeah, I was gonna I don't say listen that. to yeah. a lot of Kevin Gates, to be honest with you. Like I'm dumb. That's because you don't go out. That's because you don't go out. I'm an introvert. I go out more than you go out. Yeah, I'm an introvert. Give him. I'm telling you, give him a listen and let me know. Yeah, I wrote it down. You might like it. You might like it. Yeah. <laughs> I can I'm a really. Yeah. I'm a. I'm a pop. Summer Walker and Jasmine Sullivan in tonight before I go to mm-hmm. bed and see what those are because. Oh, oh, you gotta nice. listen to Jasmine Sullivan's last album, bro. Like you got you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go I'll next. Right now. I would. I would hit shit. Go. Go ahead next. Go next. It. Nah, man. I was respectfully. I do not listen to today's music, bro. Like I, I like, 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 like. Uh, <laughs> Kate, I said, man. I love old school. Music, yeah, give me your top five. Um. All right, Bobby Brown. Yeah. Um, New Edition. Uh, who else? Who else? Wu Tang. Um, you are in New York. I like... Yes, Wu Tang is everything. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm big Wu Tang fan. Okay, I'm big right now. <laughs> uh, who else? Who else? I like, I like SWV. Oh, you really good. And I like. Okay. Damn, I like. Fuck. I, oh my gosh. Um, so you golden so like He is. He's I like TLC. That dude yeah. should have grew up with me. Yeah, you should have grown up with me. Man. I love you some Bobby Brown, man. I can't get enough of Bobby Brown, bro. His energy, his showmanship, his demeanor, man. man I saw him in concert like, five free, years bro. ago. It was unreal. Him and New Edition performed in Atlanta, and we went. It was awesome. Bird. Yeah, all right, Zach. I got you. I think my favorite song. All right. So Go ahead, I'm going to break mine down. I have, I'm going I'm to put mine for old school and, and for new school. So my top, I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna do new school first. I'm gonna do a mixture of rappers and, and R&B for for new school. Okay. So for new school, I listen to J Cole. Good. Uh, the baby. Oh. I listen to the baby. Um, Ty Dolla Sign. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, who else? New school. Ty Dolla Sign. I listen to um. Of course, you got Drake. Drake. Okay. Put, Drake. ASAP Rocky. Ooh, uh, okay. Okay. ASAP Mob. Okay. I like and that. a little bit. Yeah, nice 
and a little bit in 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 he's Roddy real Rich. North Carolina with his list though. And and Roddy uh-huh. Rich, and Roddy Rich, like on the oh, side. Okay. Roddy Rich on yeah, the side. Yeah, you're real North Carolina. So, <laughs> wow. So for old school, of course you got Pop, Biggie, but I'm not gonna name. I'm not gonna name the obvious two. Uh, so for old school, I'm gonna say Redman. Yes, um, indeed. Okay. Um, Buster that's Rock. my favorite New Jersey Jersey boy. Right yep. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Leaders of the news crew. Uh huh. Did you just man. say that? Red man, bust a bus. So oh, hold man. on, hold on one second. I'm sorry. What? So leaders of the new schools who I was trying to think of on the last podcast, Thomas. Remember that? Yeah. yeah and yeah, I yeah. couldn't remember. I said school something, <laughs> school something. That's who I was thinking of. Yeah, Thank I'm you for helping me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you get old. You forget shit. <laughs> <It'd be like laughs> and remember it two weeks later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a good list, man. I'm I'm really impressed. I, I, I didn't finish the old school. Oh, dude. Yeah, <laughs> keep going. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you got three more? You got you three more? Had, I had three more, yeah. So I had right. Redman. I had Buster. Bus. Rock. Leaders. Um, oh, this is this is good. Uh, I would say Rock Kim, but I don't feel like I know enough of Rock Kim. I'll put uh, it because that Rakim is dope. His last album is crazy. I, I love Rakim, but I, I don't know enough Rakim songs, but I do listen to Rakim a lot. So, but I'm going to scratch Rakim out. I'm going to say Big Pun. Ooh, okay. Oh, yeah. Pun. Yeah, Pun is a good one. I listen to Big Pun and a lot of East Coast for old school. Um, yeah, you know what? Y'all don't really listen yeah. to a lot of West Coast, Texas. I don't see a lot of. Uh, like UGK, oh, yeah, out three six months. Let me think, let me think, let me think. Um, I said, Red Man, Red Man, Buster Rhymes, big leaders Pun. of the new school, yeah, leaders of the new school. Um, Naughty by Nature, oh, okay, oh, yeah, they that's Jersey. real New Jersey, yeah. New Jersey. Um, and then last, would be, oh, this is uh. Let's see. Last, uh, I don't. Uh, I really don't know. Uh, <laughs> I want to say maybe LL Cool J. LL Cool J. Okay. okay. That's my that's my wife's okay. favorite. LL Cool J. Yeah. Yup. And then like for like the 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 six man, it's like of course you got Fifty, you got Ja Rule, and then the, yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. It's funny. Y'all are real New York with your, your list is yeah. Your list it's, is real it's New crazy. York. Yeah. I didn't New realize Jersey. that. I didn't realize that when to like when I actually like broke it down. I'm like it's a lot of East Coast mm-hmm. and, and South Side that I like. <laughs> but that's okay if that's yeah. I mean I listened to a that, podcast yeah, it's the this culture. week. Yeah, the the music podcast, I forgot the name of it. It's got the guy from Def Jam and they were going through regional beats and how the sounds of areas affect how they do the beats, which attracts people from that area. So, mm-hmm. you know, you listen to Dream Champs. Yeah, Dream Champs. Yeah, yeah, they yeah that's it. Yeah, okay. so yeah, yeah, that sound like that sound like a Nori thing. Yeah, I had ten hours in the car, man. I was listening to anything. <laughs> so that's interesting. How you guys stay pretty regional? Yeah, yeah. Now, I don't got no problem with the West Coast. Like on the West Coast, yeah. like on the West Coast, I definitely listen to um Snoop. 
I like Snoop Dogg. That G Funk. Yeah, G Funk. Yeah. I love I love Nate Dogg. Gotta Nate love Dogg. Shout out to Warren. Bone Dog. Nate Dog. Bone. Yeah, Bone Dog. Yeah, that's yeah, that's Ohio. Digital yeah. Underground. <laughs> Digital Underground. Ohio. Of course you of course you got Pac, but not really Pac. It's Pac from Brooklyn, so that's kind of Pac is from yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Yeah. Q, guy, you can't forget about Q, NWA, So y'all weren't yeah. born when some of this stuff came out, right? I was no, born we early 2000s. Early 2000s. We, we was, I was born in 2000. We came, yeah, we came, they, they we came, we came in the crunk era. We came in the crunk yeah, era. Yeah, we came in that Nelly, crunk era. Yeah. Oh, man, so Nelly, Little John, yeah. Little John, Little John and them. That's Little the that's our era. Yeah. That's our yeah. young jock. That's our era. Yeah, can't believe it. <laughs> that's, 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 that's college for me and Thomas. Josh kind of came Thomas. a little bit after. We're not going to talk about that. The Jabot jeans. The Jabot jeans. We're not The big black tees. Yeah. Oh, wow. We're, I was wearing that yeah. stuff when I was little. I had like, I had yeah. like, <laughs> Yo, snap your fingers and stuff, man. Yeah, snap music. d 4 Yeah. I'm not talking about it. I'm not talking about it. Like, the game, the game, the game, the game definitely evolved in it. Yeah, the yeah. yeah. <laughs> Young That's girl. a good list, though. That's a good list. I like this list. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I think I got and I y'all are nice some people. uh y'all are some pretty enlightened young people, man. I'm I'm excited that uh my daughter's not the only one because I was always I'm always worried about her and her musical taste and what she talks about. And, Will she get along with people her age? But it seems like maybe that's the way, you know, since you guys have access to like Apple Music, we didn't have that. We had to go buy the whole album. And stuff. Yeah. yeah. So it's nice to hear that you guys are all over the place with your music taste and what you do and your points of view, that you're not limited to like one thing um, or another, you know, because that's how you get locked in. You know, like when I was growing up, that was when NWA first came out and gangster rap finally first hit the scene and everybody wanted to be gangsters, everybody. And so <laughs> nobody smiled anymore. Nobody was nice anymore, you know, and now we get back to a place where we understand it's just music. So that's good. All right. Um, Kate, uh, I, I guess that's it, right? I guess that's it, right? Yeah, man. We yeah. And I can talk to y'all all night, man. Yeah, man. Word up, man. Special. We gotta let them. We gotta let them rest, man. We gotta let them rest. I know, I know they got schoolwork to do. I just looked up Jasmine yeah. Sullivan. I might have a crush on her now. So I appreciate you guys giving me. Yeah, I appreciate you giving me somebody to scare at. That's good. Yeah, that's good. But yeah, this was good, man. If you guys ever want to do this again, you guys are you guys are pretty y'all are cool, man. I enjoyed this. Hell yeah, Um, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. We'll throw out a crazy topic and get Keisha more involved. I know I keep saying it wrong, Key. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We'll get you more involved next time and start with with the part that you want to talk about because I think that's important to get everybody's opinions and stuff. So okay. All right. So right quick, like hey dot low, y'all launch that podcast like right quick and I'll put my uh black minds right quick. All right, cool. So follow us on Twitter. Um it's at the launchpad pod. And you can always email us questions, askthelaunchpad at gmail.com. Again, Twitter, follow us. 
the Launchpad Pod, and then uh, you know, ask us anything on the email, ask the Launchpad at gmail.com. So we really appreciate it. You know, much love to the Black Minds. You guys keep doing your thing. And, yes. you know, we we always we all we we gotta do another one. So uh, we yeah, have it. fun. Have exactly. fun with it too. This Amen. is the best time of your life, man. It's never, never gonna be more fun than right now. So don't waste it. Have fun. Yes, man. Also, for the black minds, be sure to follow us on Instagram at the underscore black minds underscore. Follow us on Instagram at the underscore black minds underscore. Be sure to follow the Black Minds at the underscore Black Minds underscore. I repeat, the underscore Black Minds on Instagram. Also, follow us on Facebook at Zach K. I repeat, Zach K. Capital Z-A-C, capital I-N, space, capital K-E-Y. Zach K. Also, we now have a Twitter page. Be sure to follow our Twitter page as well at capital T, capital B, Black Minds. I repeat, capital TB, Black Mind. Once again, I'm Sin. I'm here with my boy Zach. I'm also here with the good old homie Keisha. <laughs> we are the Black Minds. Special shout out to the, uh, the Launch Launchpad Podcast for coming on as well. And we're all out. Peace out. Ta ta. What up, everyone? It's your boy Kevin. And as always, on behalf of Dwight and Thomas, we would like to thank you for listening to this episode of The Launchpad. We have a lot more in store for you, so keep a lookout for us. We'll holla at you.